it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Stroh, the Plowhawk, and Action Jackson with you. And today, Doug, to celebrate the Blues win over the Canucks, we're going to tell our boys sluttiest stories. Oh, about Why are they what? winning? <laughs> Jacob Rana, that's so, how they're winning. No, I, I don't care if they're winning. Oh. They should be losing. It just makes no sense. Hey, look at the 14th pick. Well, wow. it's hard to go out there and try to lose. It is not, trust me. You see oh. the Rams? Oh, well, they did it, didn't they? I mean, they yep. did it perfectly. Mm-hmm. They sure pulled it off. Take that blueprint. It's been hard for me to stay interested, too. Well, I'm, you know, yeah. once they give up on themselves, it's hard to... Well, what are we watching for? Hoping that they lose to get a better draft pick? Brana's a great player, though. Prop to Doug Armstrong, who getting grilled, you know, yeah. this season for... You know, obvious reasons, but that, that's that's a great trade. If they can make some good picks with some of the draft picks they acquired in these trades, and maybe the uh, rebuild it doesn't take so long. But they'd there you have, go. They'd have to do that. Nice. Yep. You needed to get in the top three here to do it. Oh, we got. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We got a problem. What? Uh, the show is not broadcasting, Doug. The show is not oh, broadcasting. Oh, okay. Come Again. on, Flousy. Dude. Oh. With Tim on remote, I tend not to turn it to Studio Bypass until right when the show starts. So where have these hot takes been going? Well, our, the first minute and a half and just now in in, in the stretch. I mean, oh. I, I oh, think, Doug, so we great. are currently in the midst be. of setting a record in the engineer design facilities text inbox. Mm. This just is just absolute rage right now yes. in the direction of this radio presentation. I mean, absolutely <laughs> the anger. Jackson, <laughs> how many texts have come in? I'm slicing up names right now, so I don't know. I've been looking at the Good. text box. And it's 100% on me. It's not on Jackson. Don't direct it towards anybody but me, which I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're smart enough to know who <laughs> Fulton was. Um, it's still on the podcast and on YouTube. So I blame Gino. No, that was, it, it, it was my Gino. bad. Yeah. God bless Gino. The studio bypass button is the best thing that has ever been invented because you can record things after the show and oh. still have the all-day broadcast playing. Okay. However, if you don't turn that on, you're now just— We have no show. 
We're just talking amongst ourselves. When well, in doubt, just outlet. blame Lipson. I, I should have. Yep, Lipson. But... What about Lipson, Doug? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you blame this more on Gino or Lipson? Uh, well, the two of them together have combined that to was sabotage like two, the show. That was like two podcast offers ago, and that's pot. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> And look, I've only been here a year and a half, so everything's still a little the new. Right, different. we're still getting used to things. <laughs> no, that was my bad. But we're on, and yeah, let's get this take going again. Why are the Blues winning? They Jacob win. <laughs> That's where we were. Anybody yes. who's listening to HD2, that's where we were. A couple goals last night. <laughs> and we were just saying that nobody heard that if they can make good on some of these draft picks Ugh. they acquired in the, uh, in the trades... That, uh, you know, maybe the rebuild doesn't take so long. Look, we missed, we just did the summary of what the, they missed. They were so. hot takes, too, and it just doesn't work as well when you have to spit them out a second time. Back to live programming. Yeah, kind of like your interview with Earl Weaver. The third time really didn't work, did it? Even the third time didn't work. I blame that on Alex Bullock. <laughs> he was a lensman. <laughs> I'm not over it yet. It's been well, almost 40 years. I bet he went to a grave with it. He is a passed away since. I don't right? know. Okay. I doubt it. He was about my age. Okay. Earl Weaver? No, Alex Bullock. No, I meant Earl Weaver. Can I look at He's that? He's no longer with okay. us. Can I say you were the same age? Alex, I haven't checked up on Alex Bullock. I can't look him in the eye anymore. <laughs> the show went better when we were off air. It seemed to flow better. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't offend I'm gonna, Doug, I'm going to I'm gonna give you a sampling of some of the... Uh, the text that came in. Okay. Uh, because there's there's just too many to read. The Calme protege starts things off. This show keeps getting worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't hear anything, so I started vigorously masturbating to ease my anger. Oh. It's not a big deal. It was just a little awkward for the rest of the guys at work. Got some uh. Scott's wrinkled ball sack. Have you guys ever considered taking the salary of the three producers to hire a single competent button jockey? That's from Turvis Perry. That's what we need is once a button e- jockey. Once every six months, if may happen, that's not a big issue. Imagine a world when your only job is to hit a button. And you mm. fail so terribly at that job that your crappiness causes us to miss, miss the sweet voice of Tim waking me up in the morning. Oh. Well done, loser. Doug, that's Nathan oh. from the east side Gosh. of all. <laughs> I mean, one button is my Gosh. only job is one of the best takes ever. Plus, you were eating. I have a breakfast sandwich. It's new. I, I haven't done microwavable breakfast sandwiches no. before. You got to defrost it, wrap it up in a paper towel. I was yeah. nervously pacing back and forth by the microwave. Sure you were. I think I may have overcooked it. Um, so, so you had concerns. Studio bypass was yeah. secondary. Right. So The again, show comes after nutrition. So I'll take apologies from these mm-hmm. listeners. They owe us Have you guys apology. ever tried all showing up to work high? Maybe more weed would help with the technical glitches on the show. That's from Arbor Day. Arbor not, Day is live for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, by the way. It's had nothing to do with marijuana. This is just an absolute one-off that has happened a few times. <laughs> <laughs> so we have all these people who sit by the radio at 7.07 and if the show's not they on, should. immediately they are prepared to text in their hatred. They should. It's- that is correct. That is correct. It is a very unique dynamic on yeah. this program. As the sales staff here at Hubbard Radio says, we've never seen anything like this. <laughs> and they should want to hear the very beginning of the show. Again, I'm not I'm not trying to defend anything. No, you're this not. This is just... You know, I'm more than a one-button guy. Well, sure you are. I'm having a new breakfast. I'm changing up the game a right. little bit. You and were it hungry. Just, 
takes time for me to settle in. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, hey, you know, we're on. Yeah. So this is the show, huh? Yeah. Nice job, dildos. That's oh. for my shape, my balls for this era. Mm. Wasn't anybody stop giving us the, Stop giving us the business. <laughs> Man, I really wanted to start better today. Well, the bright side to the dead air is we don't have to listen to Pop Pop's whistle snoot. Oh. <laughs> That's from the Key West butt tickler. Oh. He must be new. Whistle snoot. Here mm. come the excuses. That's from Todd Reesing. Doug, he was sacked in Arrowhead yeah. in 2007. No, I'm more focused on my breakfast sandwich. That's not a, an excuse. And if that was, it's a terrible one to no. have. If, if I go to management and I go, yeah, we're off air because we're eating. But it is, looks like a pretty good breakfast sandwich. It was. Again, I'll send a, I got my email fixed finally. I'll send a nice apology to John, Stan, Tommy, and make sure to let them know that it won't happen yeah. again. Yeah. Simple as that. Who's Stan? Yeah. I was Stan- going to ask the same question. Isn't yeah. it Stan Hubbard? The Isn't he the boss? Oh, Stanley Hubbard. <laughs> oh, Isn't he the big boy? Someone to our caddy. I don't know if he podcasts or not, but... Uh, He's probably retired by now, isn't Our he? caddy was thrilled with Iggy's club selection. <laughs> yeah, I wanted him to hit a 7 on 18, Doug. Uh, Iggy hit an 8, and club twirled it as it bitched off into the right side <laughs> yeah. bunker, and Stan now texts into the show and is not happy with it. But then again, who texts into the show happy with the show? Ask yourself anybody. that question. We've not found anyone yet. And don't forget, Stan was the one that told me, you have to go right. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, screw it. Went left Damn. and went in the crap. And Trees are 90% His error. reaction was so perfect. At that point, he was crestfallen and defeated. He was out. He was absolutely out. I think that was on number 12 yeah. uh, after the drivable par 4, Doug, 11. And the Plowhawk uh, did not follow Stan's advice. <laughs> he put his head down, shook his head, and I believe started to do the math to figure out that he only had six more holes of this crap left. Well, when you're an average to mediocre player, even just because someone tells you don't go left doesn't mean you're not going to go left, even if you don't want to go left. You try to hit it right, it might still go left. You think I'm turning this gore card into the USGA? Nah, man. <laughs> I'm pistol whipping this thing, trying to get a lucky shot in. Yeah, <laughs> Stan afterwards said that our group was leaking oil after oh. that hole. <laughs> mm. And he was correct <laughs> on that one. The TikTok of the first minute of today's show is going to be hella easy. Doug, that's from our coworker KG in O-Town. Okay. Again. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> He's putting in a lot of hours here. He's really I will taking s- this new job and running with This it. may sound bad, but we're going to say it anyway because, you know, we're on HD2. You can say um, it. It's kind of funny, though, right? Like, that kind of advances the show a little bit, gets a topic going, yeah. gets everybody angry, which I kind of <laughs> right. think they love being pissed off at one of the people yeah. on the dais. They're like, I'll, I'll, I'll be the fall guy today. Right. Poke the bees To enhance the show's value, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you did a heck of a thing, and it was only one button to get us back on the air. <laughs> it's just one mm-hmm. button, man. Yeah. That easy. You can text in your fury. Uh, 314-881-TMA5. That's the Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. You can call in. And again, as I started at the outset of the show, but this was, I guess, reserved for the people who are on YouTube because you didn't hear it if you were live streaming. You didn't hear it if you were listening on HD2. Am I correct on that, Jackson? Is that the only place where people could hear it? So they can only hear it on YouTube right now, but they'll, of course, hear it on the podcast later, later this week. Right. But, uh, yeah, the, the Walrus King said we heard everything on YouTube. 
Uh, Jake Reynolds uh, says, YouTube's working fine. I heard it from the start, so no worries here. No. And then Jason Jarden, you know Jason, said, YouTube is good. App isn't live. And then Ryan Seacrestfallen says, Kenny, don't be crestfallen. <laughs> so those are the YouTube comments right now in the YouTube chat Everything. where 144 friends have gathered to watch us on a, what are we calling, a boy slutty Wednesday, where listeners are going to call in their stories of being tiny little boy sluts. 636-9004-TMA. And, of course, email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Your captain's log for today's program. Jeremy Rutherford will be with us, and we'll act like we're going to talk about the blues, but we'll probably talk about anything but... Uh, that is brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies and comes your way at 9 o'clock. We have the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown returning after taking the week off last week with Iggy vacationing in the Hamptons. And, of course, our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month is live. We will have a papal conclave on Friday to determine who wins it. Uh, it is, uh, it's up for snatch grabs right now. Doug, internally, I know you've talked to some consultants. Who, who do you feel at the moment is the front runner for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month, which you can uh, apply for at TMASTL.com? I would say Buck Swope. I think he's been real consistent wow. with his uh, emails. man. It's Henshi. It, that, that video of the guy on the mower may have done it. A lot of emails. What did Henshin have to do with the video of the... The, the <laughs> gif of the, the guy riding on the lawnmower with that... What what, what was it that... We determined it was summer? a sickle. Sickle, mm. thank you. Or a scythe, one or the other. <laughs> that was great. That was great. You should have put one of those um, white masks on them. You know, the ones that stretch, have the mouth wide open in the horror movies, you know? Yeah. Oh, the scream ones. Yeah, then have the sickle guy back there with that mask on. Well, he's going 50 miles an hour. That is scary. What's the he name was goes, flying. What's the name that goes with that mask? There's a name. Ghostface. There's another name, isn't there? Grim Reaper, bro? It might be the Grim Reaper for sure. No, it's... Ghostface. That's the name of the character's screen. Yeah, but I, I thought there was another name that went with it. I don't know. Uh, never hmm. mind. Yeah, interesting thought, though. It is an interesting thought. You're yeah. correct. You can share your interesting thoughts at Engineer Design Facilities text inbox. If you have visibility to your company or place of businesses, commercial fire alarm panel and system, email fire at edf-rg.com. Have a technician come out and provide a free evaluation of your system and offer the most competitive contract pricing in the market. You can also check them out anytime at edf-rg.com, the official commercial fire alarm services and solutions provider of TMA. EDF's fire division is now testing, inspecting, and maintaining the fire system on all commercial kitchen and restaurant hoods. EDF can handle all your company's security and surveillance needs from surveillance cameras to access card readers to facial recognition software and everything in between. Text in 314-881-TMA. A five. Uh, Brian Henschen says, I don't know what these idiots are bitching about. I was listening on the app and thought the opening few minutes of today's show were the best you guys have done in years. That's from mm. show ombudsman yeah. Brian Henschen. My vote. Well, it was only about 45 <laughs> seconds or like so. I, yeah, and it, it it's sad that it was one button because you know, if it was more technical, it maybe takes. I could get away with yeah. more elaborate excuse than a breakfast, Sammy, but mm-hmm. no. Well, the sandwich is gone now, and you're really kind of settling in, and there shouldn't be many more problems. Focused. Okay. Yep. All right, then. We're good. We're good now. Mm-hmm. Glad to say that.
So this is the show, huh? This is it. (laughs) Darren Pang will join us on Balloon Party today. And Derek Gould will join us on Balloon Party today as well. Uh, Jackson, what's the the lineup there? It's a two-guest Wednesday after a big two-guest Tuesday. Max Bredos, who called the Doggies game, was with us yesterday along with uh, Chris Kerber. What do we have today? Uh, I believe Panger is going to be on a flight during our show today. So it'll it'll just be Derek Gould. Um, but you know, love having Derek on Cardinal opening day uh, tomorrow. So, yeah, how do you do, Doug? You going to uh, the opener? Uh, I'm going to the Hubbard party at uh, at Ballpark Village. Uh, woot, woot, woot. I do not have tickets or a credential mm-hmm. to go to the game. But me and Doug may go together. Yeah, I'll be there. Nice. Stay parking. I'll be hot. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what they're going to charge us to park. Fifty bucks, probably. Yeah, no, I did. I went last year. So parking is twenty bucks. So that's like normal. Right. Well, they parked in the parking garage last year, as I recall. God, it was colder. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, the hawk was up, if memory serves. Oh, that's the worst, walking in those seats. You'll have to hoof it a little, because parking's going to be Yeah, it's tough. 40 bucks right next to the stadium, or at least it was last year, so I would expect it to go up. I'm fine walking, and we could flag down one of those golf cart guys and just take us right up to the gate. Oh, it's going to be nice on Thursday right right tomorrow, the, though, so yeah. I'll be fine to walk. All right. Uh, you morons realize you still run a promo for the dormant dopey in the old podcast. Oh. Shouldn't people's expectations of y'all already be in the sewer? That's from Carlos Spicy Wiener. Isn't that up for radio show of the year on the yeah. <laughs> yeah. magazine list? And also, it's a fun promo. It is fun. It builds up another 36 seconds to our commercials. Right. And Pepper sure. and Genie's still available to listen to. It's just not necessarily new episodes. It's yeah. on it's on hiatus. This is oh, a God. Jason Barrett style. They can, you know, we break up episodes. We did the first 80 episodes. Right. Leave the audience wanting more. Left them wanting a lot more. Yeah. A lot of something. Mm-hmm. I expect they go back and pick up old podcasts all the time of that show. Oh, they're they're evergreen. Yeah. Now, when Caveman Poop, who had the first kid... You know, we bashed Lana Rhodes. Yeah. We had a bunch of good topics. The thing everyone's talking about. You know, In the that's city. Right. right. Uh, hey, Indianapolis star professional toilet cleaning technician and occasional obituary columnist, do not ever infer that Mr. Licks and I drive lawnmowers in Tim's backyard. Just keep scrubbing that fecal matter in hopes of one day riding for the metro section of the Webster Kirkwood Times. You have been warned. Mm. That's from the Warson Woods wacko, and I feel like he might be talking to Brian Henshaw. I feel that's exactly who he's talking to. One very the nice. listeners hate the show. The listeners hate each other. Right. Doug, this is a show of passionate hatred. Full of hate. Yep. I don't know what's going to turn things around. It's been like this for many years, so it is what it is, I guess. I love that you guys still run promos for Pepper and Genie. It reminds me of a couple of years ago when a major storm blew through North County and tore apart a shopping center sign visible from I-270, the resulting damage revealing a tattered old venture store sign that had been covered up for decades. The sign then remained visible for at least a year. Pepper and Genie is the podcast equivalent of that tattered mm. and now dated ventured sign, and I love it. That's oh. from Minute Bull Eligible. Well, it's a, it was a hell of a show. I think it... <laughs> It had legs, and then, and then we did How to Get Cool in the Summer, and I think that might have been when the sponsor said, hey, I'm going to back out. Well, what, the what, ep- what episode got you nominated for Best Show of the Year in St. Louis Magazine, do you think? Which one was it? Was it the Maddie Dreads interview? Maitland Ward. What was it? Maitland Ward, probably. Maitland Ward. And we oh. had build-up leading up to that. I think we had a pube talk. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, sexiest male actors you want to get with or, you know, hottest foursome with guys or something like that. So, like, uh, we had a lot of build-up, and then you get to the Maitland, and kind of like that big explosion. That I, interview puts you on the map. Yeah. I, I think it was the episode where the show note description was, I already forgot what we talked about. Yeah, oh. I think the show notes, <laughs> those were real. I didn't, I, and I took shots at listeners, so I think those kind of maybe sprinkled in a little pizzazz, you know, that other podcasts really don't have. <laughs> You know, we're lacking the sponsors, but not lacking the creativity. No doubt. I blame me. I just got tired of doing it. Oh, I I wasn't a fan of it either. (laughs) Hello, St. Louis. You are listening to a very special edition of a one-week trial run of a show that may or may not continue after this week. Depending on the quality of the show... Depending on the sleep habits of the host and depending on the interest level of advertising for sponsoring it. <laughs> that, so I mean, that, that is a blanket statement mm. for any show that you ever do. <laughs> yeah. Your sleep habits, the sponsors, and the want to. Right. <laughs> Uh, Doug, would you like a little story? I don't even know if the dais knows this part of the story. Sure, I enjoy it. But this is a, uh, I usually, I I raise for uh, my podcast, but uh, I'll share a little story here about that program. So I knew that I wanted to start doing more uh, of my own kind of thing. Um, And I thought, you know what, I'm up already. I live super close to the station. And so why not just do a show from six to seven and see how it goes and do essentially a revenue share. I wasn't interested in a, an additional base compensation. I'd rather have a revenue share. Doug, as you, you always have said, upside is on my side. Yeah. That's what you always say. Yeah. Upside is on my side. So that for many, and many so, years. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I, so I proposed that to uh, ownership and management of 590 the fan calf and ass i don't remember what year it was i'm gonna say 18 or 19 um and so it was just a proposal because i think we were what was what did what what did we run from six to seven on kf and us back in 2018 2019 Plowhawk. i don't think you were furloughed at the time yeah i think it was clay travis at least well, uh, yeah great fo- stuff well fox sports <laughs> so i think he was still doing sports at the time now he is definitely on beyond that but i think that at the time he still had Outkick was in Fox's. Got it. So since it was syndicated, the station wasn't making any money on it. It didn't matter. Uh, And so I said, oh, I'll do this. And if it can bring in X, then the station can get whatever. Let's just say half of X. And then the people working on the show uh, could get half of Y. And then we could chop that up. The individuals could make more money. I could start something new. And... Uh, the station could make money. Doug, what we call that is a win-win. Feels like it, yeah. Win-win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I propose it just as an idea to kind of help out and then uh, fulfill my uh, interest in, in doing something new additionally. And then somehow within a matter of weeks, it became, if you don't start doing that six to seven show on a regular basis, we're going to fire the cat. He had like, to what go. the hell just happened? <laughs> needed to go. I go, hold on a second. I came up with an altruistic idea that would, I wasn't even, I didn't go, hey, I need, you know, X amount of dollars more to do another hour, you know, and theoretically get up earlier, even though I would already be up. 
and, and all of a sudden it became a loaded gun at my head that if I didn't do it, the cat would be fired. And I go, what the hell's going on here? And it wasn't a money grab. So that was fun. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's another story for you. Well, because I was there too anyway. So like I was running the board, but it's not like I was like begging for more money. I mean, I was there. I was sitting on the board, like just listening to Fox yeah. Network te- like station. I could have easily. Yeah, I guess it would have been. It, I don't think it was was that when Seymour was still with us. Yeah, yeah Seymour. Seymour left like in, in 18. Mm-hmm. So it was, was that was with Seymour? It was the tail end of Seymour. Do you remember Plowick? Mm. I thought it was okay. the tail end All of All right, Seymour. so then it would have been 2018. So then that, I mean, yeah. Because the cat got whacked in September 2017, same day as Iggy, September 11th, easy to remember, September 11th, 2017. Uh, it was portrayed in the newspaper that he had decided to retire, which was a phenomenal thing. Man. The cat, of course, didn't say that. Uh, it, but there is a quote, if you want to go back and look at it, there's a quote. And I'm going, wow, that's bold. Uh, and then magically, two weeks later, he decided to unretire. Mm. I wonder how that happened. And uh, <laughs> so I guess he got whacked golfing. again in 2018 if we didn't continue to do the show from six to seven. But somehow we were able to uh, to get around that. And then he was whacked twice in December of 2018 or 19. And it was going to be done via email uh, just out of nowhere, and I, in both cases, well, one case we were able to get it stopped, and then in the other case, somehow it was written about in the newspaper <laughs> while we were doing our Christmas party at Hot Shots. A magical celebration. Yeah. So you went Good to times. Him, you went to Good him and said, times. You went to them and said, I'd like to work more and make more money for the station. And they said, if you don't, the cat gets the short haircut. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And, I, and, and, and something else had happened at another time where I came up with an, I can't remember what the other idea was. And again, it was another thing where it wasn't, a, I, don't, I don't never really up all that, I'm not a base salary person. I, I like upside, I, I, revenue shares. And so uh, that, that, again, it wasn't asking for more guaranteed money. And the same kind of thing happened. Uh, God, I can't remember. I think it was, yeah, it was six to seven. And that I was going to get, yeah, this, I remember that I was, because I was sitting at Kirkwood Brewhouse for this one. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this one, but I'm just in a, I'm in a storytelling mood well, today, Doug, sure especially since the show might not be on the air anyway. Well, so now. it's essentially us just having a Zoom call. Uh, that uh, I was going to, I think this was going to be six to seven also. And uh, I was told, okay, we can we can pay you this to do it. And it was a substantial amount of money, except, and it would have taken me to a, a very nice amount of money. But the problem was, I was going to get the money, and the cat and Seymour were going to be fired. Fire so <laughs> so the, money, the money was going to go from Jim Hayes and John Seymour to me. <laughs> essentially, I was just like authorizing two hits, and then I was going to collect the money. And I go... Well, I'm not doing that. And he goes, well, bud, you got to start thinking of yourself here. And I go, well, I mean, I am. I'm going to take care of my family. I have a child now. But I'm not just going to, like, authorize, you know, hits. I mean, what are we doing? So, yeah. Yeah. My, my, my recommendation is if you have a, what you think is a good idea, maybe vet it with a couple of people before proposing it to people who might not necessarily have everyone's best interests at heart. Man. Yeah, stories. Iggy, were you aware of those stories? You always seem to be hip to some things. Uh, I don't think so. I, I I knew about the morning show that they they wanted to either you do it um, or they get cat gets fired. Which I thought to myself, what does he got to do with it? He's not even part of the show. It's right. me, cat. It's me, Plowsy, and Tim. Um, yeah. The other one I didn't hear. I didn't know them. But I mean, what do, what do you expect? I mean, 
go to work for people who don't know anything about radio, that's what happens. We should have gotten like teardrop tattoos every time a furlough happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like we're in like some sort of radio gang. Mm. I'd be tatted the F up, bro. <laughs> Put the years. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got here. A million texts coming in. Guys, uh, um, when Pepper and Jeannie wins for best show in St. Louis, is Iggy going to invite Klaibs to the award ceremony? That's from the 314. Well, I'm not going. Why I'm, wouldn't you go? <laughs> I'm 100% going. I'm getting one of those light blue powdered suits and going to make a joke of the whole thing. We need the plaque. Is. We need the plaque. We need the plaque. We need the plaque. But you got to pay for the plaque. Well, the we like we're going to put a GoFundMe we'll, out there for No, that. We, I, we'll go five ways. I don't care. I'll I'm only two liquid, so to I'm going to need to <laughs> 200 liquid. 50. Yeah, how much could a plaque be? If I like a buck fifty, I can get that together in five minutes. Yeah, especially if the plaque is going to say, you mm. know, the award, the name of the show. That's if pretty If it says Pepper and Genie on it, and it's oh, a plaque for gosh, best yeah. radio show, that's we have to have that. You could put that. Doug, at that point, we have to have a black tie gala. I would think. Well, well they better. To, you, our listeners better start voting on it. Will I, they even know how to spell it? How do you spell it? Has that already G? been determined? I would think it's over by now. No, didn't I that think get it's announced still, like a two months ago or something? Uh, the finalists. There's five finalists now. I think you have until April fifteenth oh, okay. or so to vote. I Dodem has sent me so many Snapchats of him just, I mean, algorithm rolling through that thing. So I, I think we will win. Well, there's, there's <laughs> people I, that are, I know Dodem is so dedicated to this. Voting is through April tenth. It's right at the top of the STLMag.com page. There yeah. you go. And you can vote once a day. I'm going to go vote so. right now. I haven't done a sportscast in a year and a half, and I'm up for sportscast <laughs> <right> here. <laughs> if we can sweep these awards, Doug, it just shows how great we are. Yeah. What what category would it be under? Arts and entertainment, I guess? Yeah. Doug, there's arts and entertainment, automotive, beauty, food and drink, health and wellness, home and garden, shopping and services, and weddings. I would guess arts and entertainment. There's arts everything entertainment. they can think of to try to get people to come and buy the plaque when they win. And it works because a lot yeah. of, I mean, it, it works for business too to get It's yeah. a brilliant customers. marketing plan. It's yeah. great on both ends, mm, honestly. There's best invisible dog fence company. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Probably- <laughs> because we all have experience, not with one, but with multiple companies to be able to judge them. Well, this is how it works. It's, you know... If you want to spend some money in the St. Louis Magazine, oh, run an ad, we will get you in the finals and we'll put your name in there. I don't Invisible know. dog I, fence. They, How many they, people are, are are voting on that five with five different companies? Yeah. My vote is officially in. Uh, what else do we have here? Best radio station. Uh, Doug, we were not nominated oh, for that. I'm surprised not to house. see HD2 up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joy FM gets my vote parentally. Uh, social media account influencer. Oh, the end no. is near, so let's drink beer. Brandon McNamee, he's the one who does the podcast with Wellington. Uh, that that page has uh, a bunch of uh, people who subscribe to it. It's a Facebook page. Ruby Lee. Is anybody familiar with Ruby Lee? No. I'm not. Uh, STL ain't bad. That's the that's a social media account. Oh my god! Not familiar with that. anybody familiar with that? No. Where's the no. soccer guy podcast? Is that is he a social media influencer, a ravioli guy? Corbin Cunningham, maybe that's him. I don't know. I don't know who these people are. R and R Ranch, and I'm sure they don't know who I am either. R and R Ranch. Those are the uh, the social media account influencers uh, nominated for best social media account influencer <laughs> in, in St. Louis. You what makes s- an influencer? I have a I have a friend. I'm not going to give her name because she used to be an intern at 1380 The Woman. What's her initials? Well, her narrowed down um, the field. And, and she's <laughs> she's very attractive. She was on TV for a while, <laughs> but um, 
she she calls herself an influencer and she has like six thousand followers. You can't really be an influencer with six thousand followers. What on are Instagram. we? What are we being influenced to do? If you're if you're local, that 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 could be a local influencer, six thousand. But, but I think what's it, the influence they have on us? So companies can send you products and stuff, and you wear them, and you or you promote them, and that influences people to buy them. That's but, your but would income. Co- would companies send them products if they only have six thousand followers? Yeah, that's my mm, point. Maybe. Doug, there is... Depends if, if a local company might. Yeah. National, though, like Kylie Jenner, I told you, makes $750,000 per Instagram post. Right. Who does? tag Kylie Jenner. Yeah. She almost makes a million dollars for one post just tagging a brand. <laughs> just tagging the brand. Wouldn't That's you it. stay up all night and tag brands at that rate? <laughs> one million Well, percent. if you're worth a billion, you really... How yeah. much more can you use? Her makeup company is worth much more than... Well, why don't we start a makeup company? Well, you're yeah, the only one who that? wears makeup. I haven't worn makeup in a long yeah, time. Yeah, we need to get in the velvet pajama industry and get you on cam, dog. I think fusion. Fusion is where it's at. <laughs> Not pancake makeup? <laughs> no. Uh, Mr. Licks feels like Pepperoncini is campaigning for this award. Iggy just said, I don't care about this dumb award. Iggy also just said there are five finalists. The voting ends on April 15th at 5 p.m., so please, everyone, go vote for us. That's from Mr. Licks. I'm not going to lie. I think it would be I fun to win. I didn't say that. I said I think sometime in April because I... Uh, Dotem sent me the uh, page that got us. That said, "Hey, you got nominated," and it had all the information. But and I don't think I'm excited about because I know we're not the best show because we haven't had a show since what November. <laughs> so it's been a little bit. Uh, I thought when, when the Maddie Dreads episode was a special oh, I, edition, though. Was I guess that- yeah. I guess we ended right around the New Year. Katie Cush. Um, yeah, Katie Cush, who's very active on Twitter. Oh, really? Getting really more interested in team play. Yeah, we've been texting. Team play. Yeah, like. More than two people, you know, kind of getting getting involved in, uh, you know, the Morsums. We've been texting, texting back and forth lately. But I think the uh, what, what really is, sets it over the top, I think of the plaque, where would we put it? And I think it would be hilarious to have best radio show in St. Louis, Pepper and Jeannie sure, plaque. For a show yeah, that's you can keep on. that forever. Yeah. I think oh, it fun. would be out. It would go out into the... Uh, the it, Hubbard box? Yeah, the Hubbard uh, trophy case out in front with all the Navi Awards. Our Pepper and Jeannie would go up there. Oh, man, that one is so... That would be so money. Yeah. We need this for you. Yeah, we, I think we actually do. I think Hubbard needs it. They won't ever admit that, but I think to get there, you know. Might it inspire, Absolutely. You, to, <laughs> might it inspire you to bring the show back? We may do, a, a, like, an awards thank the listeners, yeah. you know, show. Maybe make it five, ten minutes. No, just would, a little taste. At least it would get us up there on the TV in the break room. When you walk in, it says uh, the, yeah. the Arch has set a 10-year high for numbers, 25 to 54. Mm-hmm. Casey up two spots, the point up two spots, WIL up, and, I, and it could say, and Pepper and Jeannie receives award for best show in St. Louis. Yeah. Wow. As soon as it that went off be, the air, people were so excited that they voted it the best show. That would be huge. <laughs> and everybody in this building would say, what is that? Yes, they would. Well, they would learn. They'd probably start listening to a show that's no longer on. Where can we find that? Podcasts are still And Young. Ting Ting here. I'll be collaborating with Licks and Wacko, Clippins and Trimmins to raise money for this Pepin Jean trophy. Mm. Hashtag stay tuned. Doug, that's from show ombudsman Brian Henshin, who now seems like he is sideways with the Warson Woods Wacko. And Mr. Licks. I wonder if this will bring Mr. Licks and the Warson Woods Wacko together, Doug. Well, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. I don't know that those two can be brought together. There's the enemy of my rival. enemy is my friend. Yeah. Well, I don't know why Hinchin wants to get in the middle of all that, but 
Now, Ting Ting would be an influencer. She's got three thousand. She got three million <laughs> followers on, on YouTube. Ting Ting. Three million followers. So she's starting to do things now. When she does her, uh, before her ASMR thing starts, she'll do a little promo. Don't forget to come out, and uh, we got this new product out. So she's getting money because she's got three million followers. Get money. Hmm. Get money. Well, what do we need to do to get three million followers? Just give me some be scissors. Be on air probably would be awesome. Give me some scissors and make me good looking. <laughs> the second part's going to be hard. Yeah, I can get you the scissors. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, the other one's going to be really I mean, bad. I know how to do get an ASMR video. You just need to be fairly attractive. Yeah. Well, could you find someone who's attractive and coach them up and maybe split the proceeds? Probably could. But you have to be into ASMR to know what you're doing. You can't just fake that's it. Why you, that's why you come in as a but coach. If she doesn't, if this person doesn't know anything about ASMR, I say, okay, now clip like this. No, they got to be into it. But you train them. I can't train come somebody on, coach to be Stroke. into something. Look what you did to the Fontbonne bowling team. I think ASMR needs to have like one where you're, you're talking really quietly, kind of turn them on a little bit more erotic and have light Sibium background ambient noise. Oh, for heaven's sake. Wasn't there a pair of scissors in here? Yeah. Right Doug, is there a pair of scissors no. in the Michelob Ultra Studios, which of course has 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs, and is the presenting sponsor of the J. Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship, which is a month and a day away. And you can already start to feel the, the sweat on your palms as you picture standing over that ball on the number one tee on Sunday, mm. April 30th. And all of the nerves and the adrenaline as you get ready to fire a 105 net 78. Mm. <laughs> I'm jacked up for that, actually. How are you? <laughs> okay. I hope Orson Woods Wacko takes me to the Greenskeeper Make a Wish Day for all the the pours for me to go out there and play. Oh, would you like that? To was play? the most fun I've had on a course in a while. <laughs> Orson Woods Wacko just uh, texted me and said, uh, "Just I'm not going to name the course. No, Do no. not guess what the course is, please." Uh, but he said, "Just drove by." a golf course and some of the fairways look like the track at churchill Downs. oh <laughs> doug are the courses not in great condition right now well we've had a lot of rain and not much uh, it's 32 degrees right now i did oh scrape, nice i scraped my car today did yeah, anybody, me too. anybody do that i actually had to get the <sighs> ice cream it was that crazy. it was wet this weekend on the yeah. courses it was brutally wet out there i, we, I wanted to go with um shy town play baby because he was in town we where are you gonna, gonna go bro Anywhere, I think we were probably going to go to Gateway, probably the easiest to kind of meet up at, and it's just too wet. I don't like wiping my clubs off after every, like, thinking you're just on a soft piece of fairway and it's just nothing but mud. I, To me, it's like when Cletus golfs in the winter. It's like, how can you accurately judge your game? I know you like being out there, oh, you but can't. it's really hard to actually play golf in some of those conditions. Not the mm -hmm. golf course's fault, it's just... And then with we just stuff, got over winter. stuff like today where it's 32 degrees out, the ground gets cold again, then it has to dry out and unthaw. It's brutal. Every every round in the spring damn near is wet. Yeah. Until like May, that's when you get some dry grass for the first I mean, time. your clubs look great. If you don't have a towel, you're or Yeah, you need two. Your clothes, your pants get muddy. And you're coming up on your face. You have to wear your old shoes. And, and when you do the fishtails with the golf cart, it really tears up the fairways. Yeah. 
Uh, Mr. Licks disagrees with the Worson Woods wacko, so it doesn't sound like they are on good terms. I don't know what he's talking about. St. Louis and the Log are in perfect shape. So, uh, Doug, it sounds mm. like St. Louis Country Club and Log Cabin are in good shape right now. Well, with all the rain, I suppose if you've kept people off the course, the courses might be in really good shape. Courses don't get as much foot traffic, perhaps, as no. uh, as some others. If you are looking to get some work in, though, and get ready for the Fan Page Club Championship, well, here we go. We've got Clubhouse Turf for you. Uh, Clubhouse Turf, a new sponsor on TMA, is online at clubhouseturf.com, or you can call 314-834-2339. Let them know TMA sent you. What Clubhouse Turf is is uh, signature green design. They will build it in your backyard. Driving the ball 300 yards may impress people, but scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times have you hit a great drive only to miss the green skull a chip and three-putt your way to a double bogey? While tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down about half the time. That's why the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. Tour players like John Rahm and Max Homa have installed Celebrity Greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green, but if you want a golf green that putts true and gives you real grass performance while practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots, the only company to call is Clubhouse Turf at St. Louis's exclusive partner of Celebrity Greens. Go online at clubhouseturf.com or call 314-834-2339. Check it out at clubhouseturf.com and let them know I sent you their way. It is Clubhouse Turf, a wonderful sponsor here of the Ryan Kelly morning after. Also golf-related, Holderness and Born Golf Apparel. Truly incredible golf shirts. I mean, these things are at another level. And for our TMA listeners, you go to H bgolf.com enter promo code TMA15 and you get 15% off your order these are high quality golf shirts it was started by Alex Holderness and John Bourne eight years ago and they started the brand in 2015 after they were frustrated with the lack of great fitting golf shirt options and wanted to come in and change that well they certainly have done that you can see Holderness and Bourne all over the PGA Tour now and in 1500 of the country's best pro shops it's Holderness and Bourne at hbgolf.com TMA15 is what you enter when you check out and you get 15% off your order I'm going to be ordering some Holderness and Bourne golf shirts. So if you want to look like me, sans the shrinking male pattern baldness and just mm. general uh, <laughs> unpleasant disposition, go to hbgolf.com and then enter promo code TMA15. Uh, we've got breaking news regarding the Pepper and Genie what? Award. Uh, this is uh, this just came across my desk oh, here wow. uh, in Jupiter, Florida. Uh, it comes from Timmy Walters. Doug, you know Timmy Walters, don't you? Not really. Mm-mm. I remember the name. I don't think I know who he is. <laughs> uh, he has sent me a screenshot of his last campaign, which was to get <laughs> 1380 The Woman the win for St. Louis Magazine's best radio station. That mm. came in 2021. Uh, he contacted the director director of marketing and revenue operations for St. Louis Magazine. And I read, Greetings. 
I am contacting you because I've been made aware that our radio station's nomination for best radio station was suddenly removed without notice from the A-list contest. Our station is 1380 The Woman. We worked very hard to campaign for votes and are deeply disappointed that we did not get the chance to win the category, even though we were listed on the website for around 24 hours. Please let me know if you are not the right contact or if you could forward me to the person Person best to speak about this matter. <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. Oh, stop. stop. <laughs> That's from Timmy Walters, Chief Technology Officer, 1380 The Woman. That's him. Uh, Doug, that uh, email was responded to uh, the very next day, March 17th, 2021, St. Patrick's Day. Timmy, Thank you for reaching out regarding the radio station category in the A-list reader's choice ballot. Do you have any additional information about 1380 The Woman's current format and availability? It appears 1380 AM is now owned by Relevant Radio and no longer branded as 1380 The Woman, which is why it isn't listed in that category any longer. We would greatly appreciate any additional information you may have. And that came from St. Louis Magazine to Tim Wall who Doug signs his emails when he's doing business by saying, think, think about, about it. it. Yeah. The woman station was just something that hit me like a bolt of lightning. We should have sent that audio clip there yeah. with that email. Well, maybe we should. Listen that would have been proof. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't keep this campaign going to get Pepper and Genie an award because they may hear that it's no longer on the air. And Dude, I could send that. them 80 podcasts of the show, none of which they'd be interested in. Yeah. But it's way more information than what even 1380 The Woman had as they were on air. It's still a show. It may not be running every day, but it's still up there. <laughs> okay. You had information like how to stay cool in the summer. Yeah. And what was the number one tip? Air conditioning? Don't pee. I think the one number one tip was don't pee on your buddy. And then the number two tip was ice packs on your wrist. Oh. And I think I might have said. Good uh, tips. I think I might have said taking Burt Lancaster's uh, role. It's just one day, just go pool hopping. Just go in a neighborhood that's got a lot of pools and just jump fences and just swim for a little bit. Then jump to the next pool when you get kicked out. Just See, er, spend what does that day. have to do with Burt Lancaster? He was in a movie <laughs> called The Swimmer. Well, that's what he did. He would just go from, he was living, it was L.A., Beverly Hills, and he would just go from house to house and jump in their pool. What a picture. And the quickest way to cool down your body is actually through your, your nut sack. What? So if you dip right. your balls in like ice or ice water, your whole body instantly. It's like your feet and your hands, it's like pressure points. Yeah. So like. Well, that's a nice tip. You like guys literally, do you just get ice cold water in your sink and just teabag it. It sounds really difficult, actually. How do you get I don't up know. There if, I don't know if you, you need a ladder. I don't know if you go crab walk or. Oh. <laughs> not quite for sure how that goes, but yeah, that'll instantly cool your body. So not your typical tips of sticking your face in the freezer or turning down the AC. If you're that hot though, you've got serious problems. That you're crab walking on your sink crab to dip walking. your balls into yeah. ice water. Yeah, yeah I think you've never got a been problem. that hot. You got a problem there. Yeah. <sighs> But that's the podcast there, so it's. You ever take one of those cold baths? See, I don't like, like it. ice baths. Even after a long golf, I can't do cold like ice cold things like showers or baths. Supposed to be very good for you. Too like much of a jolt. Cryogenic things where you get into the deep freeze and. Well, they have they have tubs full of ice that athletes jump in sometimes, yeah. and supposedly it's great for inflammation and. KG and Town's big into that. Yeah. I've heard of people who, after their shower, they take the last minute of their shower, they turn it on. As cold of waters, it'll go and stay there. And it's, supposed be, it's supposed to be better for your face, cold water. Yeah. It also wakes you up. Like, hot showers 
like increase the melatonin in your body. While I mean, I do after the opposite. Agreed. Like when uh, member yeah. guest last year with Tim. I mean, every day after I got done playing golf, I came home and just stood under a cold shower for like 30 minutes. It was 100 degrees. Are you every humble day. bragging that you played in the middle? No, of it was just 102 <laughs> degrees every day. Oh, Kairos, Cryro, Cryo, Yeah, that's, probably should have played that one a day and a half ago, but it's still evergreen. <laughs> Freeze, lock a cup. <laughs> I can't find that that's one. The best I think I, you, I oh, you lost it. No, uh, I didn't Doug, lose we it. uh, we we work with uh, KG and O Town, and he says I wish there would have been this kind of enthusiasm for the show a couple months. Months ago, when I was trying to give this thing CPR, that's from KG mm-hmm. in O-Town. But no spot, and I, I like KG, but me and Iggy were not, uh, were not addressed by sales um, or by any sponsor that, hey, are you guys coming back? We'd like to sponsor. We've done enough shows that this is the show that you're getting. I'm not going to do any more song and dance for people. This is what you're going to get. If you don't want to buy it, don't oh. buy it. But there was no, I mean... He was close to getting you guys Saying you had sponsors. sponsors lined up, but no one actually reached out to us. Again, love KG, but the name of the game is Dollars and Cents, and, you know, it doesn't make sense for us to do it without it, so... No, Doug, if it, watch this. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Think no. about Word. that. Yeah, nice. So, I, I'm glad I, you said watch this, because I really perked up and paid attention. <laughs> and, I, again, I'm not mad at KG or anything. It's just none of that... Ha- I mean, there may have been sponsors lining up, but I... I Nobody contacted no, me saying, hey, let's talk about how we can, you know, integrate our business into the podcast. Maybe we can change X, Y, Z. I would have been down for those sure. types of meetings, but sure. I'm not going to continue to do this song and dance of, you know, doing it just for doing it purpose. Well, it was that, only that. like We've 10 done. or 15 minutes, right? Right after the regular show? It was, I mean, we, saw them, we had 30, but it was enough to where that's the meat and potatoes and we don't need to do any more pony shows Yo, you look, don't want it you ain't get it look everything I do is for the station <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, you're a hero basically Kairos Cryro Cryo <laughs> if the station's not gonna make any money off things we do then just we won't do it we'll think of something else so it's no big deal again I ain't mad at anybody at all I just think no we could con- we could have continued to do it get it going again didn't want to Get it, get her going. I guess it's been about a year. Earn this, this trophy. We started it, right? No, we, we started been, before the last. We haven't been off in a year. We've no, been at, here a year. No, I meant like when we started Pepper and Genie. Oh, I don't know. I think it may have been Postmasters. I don't know. It was a heck of a program. People in the city <laughs> loved it. No, they absolutely loved reasons. it. Yeah. Well, we pitched it to Tommy at a meeting one day that it was gonna be like a, a show wrap, you know, wrap up show and just. You know, kind of go through the things when he said, we, we're not going to do that. Yeah, if you look at actually the first show note or second show note, we, I actually called it the TMA wrap-up show, and then it turned into Pepper and Genie. Like, two <laughs> two episodes, and we're like, okay, we're not wrapping anything up. Shut that dog up, Tim, please. <laughs> I mean, we've been here for a month, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a, a rabid dog. Is mm. it, Plowhawk, I know you're a lover of a man's best friend. Can you identify a dog by its bark? It's a tough one. I mean, that's a bigger dog. It's at least 40, 50 pounds, I would say. Yeah. So you can yeah. kind of tell the girth of it, but nah, the breeds are all mm. one in the, uh, they're all different. So It's the first time I've heard a dog bark uh, in a month. And he's, he's decided to do it right in the middle of the presentation, <laughs> fresh off of the lawn crew yesterday. Just alarming, uh, candidly. But you know what isn't alarming? Anybody want to take one guess what isn't alarming? What isn't alarming. Can we have initials? Customer service from this particular Mung-ass. Mung-ass. dealership. Oh, yeah. Yes! Easy. Sure, that's not alarming. Yeah. 
And today's Jamie's birthday. I yeah, I texted him. Is it really? Happy yes. Birthday. Happy, birthday Happy birthday, birthday Jamie. Happy birthday to mm. you. Happy birthday. So the relationship. How great is it? 32 years the best. old. Oh, it's been fantastic. He's 30, 32? Yeah. Wow. It's only 32. Only 32. Yeah. StLouisAcura.com and AltonToyota.com. You should probably uh, call or text that secret number and say, Happy birthday, Jamie. That's what you should do. On Here's the number. number. Doug, uh, I what have is it? 314 252. Oh, you got it. Yes. 314 252 I remembered it from yep. yesterday. You know how I remembered it? Nice. I just remember 252. That's pretty easy. I just remembered 252 Ray Otto. Vince. Ray Otto? He was number 00 for the. Raiders. Gus Otto. Gus Otto. And, uh, Went by Ray. I call him Ray. And uh, Vince Coleman. That's how I remembered it. Okay. Well, that was Chris Carpenter 29 as well? I think he was. Yes. Yeah, I think so. But I like Vince Coleman. He's my all-time favorite Cardinal, along with number 51 and number one. And, boy, Doug, who do you go with after that? Who's your Mount Rushmore favorite Cardinals? Are they always going to be the guys you watched when you were a tyke? Yeah. Th- yeah. Well, for me, it's Ken Boyer. Ken Boyer will always be mine. I have a weird 14? one. 14? Yep. Yeah, and I liked Joe Torre when I was a teenager because he was the star yeah. of the team back then. Yeah. And because of the Godfather and how he performed yeah. as Salazzo. Ozzie Smith, I think, was unbelievable to watch for many years. And then I guess uh, McGuire because of the entertainment value there. Hmm, number 25. I mean, you can't, for entertainment value alone, you can't beat McGuire and Ozzy, can you? No, I remember. I like those running Redbirds, but yeah, 1998. I, I, I think the what transpired colors how I view that now, but at the time it was incredible. I was a little frustrated that it all became about his at bats and not the team winning. Yeah, but I didn't care at all about the team. wasn't very good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was fine. It's hard to believe you could have one guy hitting 70 home runs and the team not being very good. Well, they had nothing around him. Lacking pitching, uh, I think Kent Merker, Bobby Witt, mm-hmm. uh, probably Matt Morris was. Uh, Alan Bennis was hurt. Andy Bennis was with the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Doug, do you have the nineteen? Was Donovan Osborne already gone? None of the important. Maybe I mean, Lance Painter. Was Todd it? Stoudemire was traded. Lance Painter. Royce Clayton <laughs> and Darren Oliver in July of 98. They got Fernando Tatis. Oh, I'm trying to think. My favorite was... Well, either way, Munganest. Yeah. I like Edgar Renteria. I know he... In terms of like... He was 99, I think. Yeah. I, in terms of watching a player, loved in defense. I, at the time, as a kid, you don't realize, you know, maybe he wasn't the best with the media. I, I don't know. You just always look at him as a, you know, a solid player. Wasn't yeah. flashy or anything. Didn't... Well, he acted like he couldn't speak English, which made our relationship difficult. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a challenge. But again, if I was him and I didn't have to talk to the media, I had that option. I yeah. would probably 100%. do the same. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant move on his part. <laughs> How did you... As you're a kid, you know, everybody comes up with their favorite player. How did you become, how did that person become your favorite player? I mean, with me, Ken Boyer was the first person to ever sign my popcorn box where it said autographs. Did you make him cry? No, I was a little kid. <laughs> that was Mickey? Uh, so that was the first autograph I ever got, and I just, he became my favorite player. But what was your criteria for a guy to become your favorite well, player? Well, he was the best guy on the team when I was little. He was the MVP. What, 64? 
star of the 64 World Series. That's just when I got to be old enough to know what was going on. So yep. that was it for me. He was the best player they had. Um, my favorite player as a kid, Andrew Jones. Loved watching him play. I don't know why, but the Atlanta Brave teams at the time when I was a kid in the 90s yeah. were just so freaking fun to watch. You know, I didn't have a favorite team really living in central Illinois. Um, yeah, Andrew Jones was a stud, man. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that a kid is now drafted. Like, that's how yeah. long it's been. that Now he has a kid that's, you know, first overall pick or taking over. I think for me with Willie McGee, Doug, was it game three of the 1982 World Series? I think he had two home runs, and he had the, the catch where he robbed Gorman Thomas by leaping above the wall. Mm-hmm. No. I think that was it. It was definitely in Milwaukee. And E.T. had just come out, and they called him E.T. McGee, and I loved that as a kid. You know, I'm five years old, six years old. Yeah, those were exciting players back then, too, him especially. If he hit one in the gap, you thought he might just circle the bases. He yeah. was so darn fast. Yeah. And then he'd walk away like he'd done something bad, like he was, <laughs> gosh, I'm sorry, shoulders slumped, walking pigeon-toed. Then he come into the dugout one time, I don't know what he did in the outfield, he made a mistake, and he walked running toward the dugout and just threw his glove in the crowd. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, he just kind of tossed it into the crowd. I miss, like, the uniforms and color patterns and schemes they did with ever, I mean, even in the NBA, Major League Baseball, like, the jerseys were so unique and cool and fun. You know what I mean? Like it the Pirates seemed, wore train conductor caps. Yeah, those. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Like you had the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Like when they were an expansion team, they had some pretty sweet like jersey. The Diamondbacks had those like pinstripe ugly jerseys. Mm-hmm. Everything seemed to be more unique. And now it seems like every jersey seems to be looking the same. Kind of the same text. You know, very blah. I really miss the creativity back in the '90s, man. In the '80s, yeah. those jerseys were slick. Yeah. Right. Well, they like, do wear more jerseys now than they used to. They used to wear white or gray. It yeah, was either white or it was gray. And I'm now sometimes it minus the with... Astros, they wore the same uniforms. Remember that? Wasn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I never noticed. Home was... Home and Road when they had the uh, what did they call that? that like those sunrise call, ass like... uniforms. Those yeah, like that's what radiant. it was. Yeah. Oh, those were terrible. Oh, those were terrible. People yeah. love to like say the '90s uniforms were great. Some of them are so ridiculously bad. Yeah, but at the time, it's like everybody wanted a bunch of flash and colors. It was all so. teal. It was it was just teal or purple. a lot of teal in all of the sports. Mm-hmm. Memphis Grizzlies minus the NFL, a, I think. I don't think. Well, I guess the Jaguars maybe. The Vancouver Grizzlies had a sick one. Yeah, teal. Pistons, Padres had teal. some horrible Shocks, uniforms. Shocks, Marlins. They're brown Spurs. and yellow. Brown and yellow uniforms. Those didn't go over so well. Who mm. was the first player? I'm asking this legitimately. Who was the first know. person? The first, the first player <laughs> that walked out of the dugout and, and I'm not wearing stirrups. I'm not wearing the long socks. I'm going to pull my pants all the way down to my shoes. Might have been George Hendrick. Silent George. Really? Yeah. Because he never, you never saw the hindrance. His pants always went down to his feet. That's why Griffey. That's why I love Griffey. He had pants all the way down to like the bottom of his cleat. Yeah, I love that look. I don't Doug, know why the Cubs a wore look. blue jerseys and white pant on the road during the 1980s. That's from the 618. That's correct. Remember that? Yeah. Jody mm-hmm. Davis, watch this. Jody. Nice. Jody. Nice. Wonderful. They were a fun team to watch. Ron Say, the Penguin. Davy Lopes on that team, I think. He was on the Dodgers. Yeah, but I think he went to the Cubs. Yeah, but he was part of that great Dodger infield for many years. The Dodgers have great uniforms. They haven't changed much. Beautiful. Kind of like the Cardinals in a, in a blue. See, the Dodgers and the— and Beautiful uniforms. I wish I—that's I, I, the one ballpark I want to go to as well. And it, it, I know it's not flashy, you know, doesn't have the, the fanciest of things. Biggest. But 
It looks so cool, like it where it's cool. at, like down yeah. in the like the cat where the ravine. It's down in Chavez Obvi- Ravine. Obviously, ravine. it's Chavez right. Ravine, yeah, but it's so cool. Like, I, mm-hmm. apparently the over- traffic in now there is brutal. Yeah, that- there's one highway to get back on. I don't know if I'll ever freeway. go to California. I've never been, and I don't know if I have an interest. But if I did, I'd probably try to. Either hit up San Francisco or hit up LA. Yeah, you have to go to those places at least once to see it. Yeah, man. If you park at Dodger Stadium in the in the one spot where most people park, when you walk in, you're at the very top of the stadium. Then you got to walk down. That's yeah, because all the pictures, like when you see, Mm -hmm. man, that's really sweet. I like things that haven't really changed. Like I like Lambeau. I'm glad they have a new one, but kind of the historic feel of a stadium does have its perks. You wonder how long the Red Sox will hang in there with Fenway Park? You think they'll just go forever with that? But you can't expand some... it because, like, the where it is, you would have to, like, move roads and build it because it's so tight and narrow, yeah. right, at that area. Like, you have what you have there. Yeah. Oh, people would really they'd lose their mind if, if they decided to build a new park that was twice the size because they, they sell out every game, I think. Oh, so you know, they're leaving a lot of like money on the years. table by... By having such a small stadium, uh, Doug Stephen Wildwood uh, looks down on Bush Stadium from his apartment, mm-hmm. uh, which he just re-upped a lease, and he would like to talk about it all here right now on okay. our Boy Slut Wednesday, in which we call in and tell our sluttiest stories. Mm. Uh, good morning, Steve. Hello, Steve. Steve, hey, there he is. Okay, nice. yes. Nice, Doug. You coming down to the big channel tonight? Uh, I am. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want to come by for a cocktail? Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm there you busy. Go. I think I'm just as busy as a Dickens. Bring those other two gals on the dais over too. Well, no, they're busy hubba, as well. They're okay. Where can I smoke the beezy at? You got a balcony <laughs> over there, bud? Don't say beezy. <laughs> What's that? I said, where can I smoke a beezy at on your balcony? And no, uh, no smoking in the building. You have to go downstairs and outside. Okay. So. Well, I didn't mean but in your I, building. Every, what's that? I said I, I didn't mean in your building, but I do want to see your apartment. We'll come by any time except uh, tomorrow. Well, what's wrong with tomorrow? (laughs) It's too crazy tomorrow. You know, I don't want to be getting phone calls from the front desk to let people up and all this stuff. Everybody who is going to be with me tomorrow will be in there by like 11 o'clock. Oh, but we're not welcome. Any other day. I respect that. Tomorrow's the day we want to be there. (laughs) Well, then come by, Doug. Can you get us some free parking? (laughs) Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think I can do that. They don't. They they really are stingy with the parking. Do you have to pay, pay to park? Fifty a month. Do you have to pay to park there? That's actually not bad. A month, Doug. Oh god. I don't. I don't think that's that bad. No, I mean it, it's it is what it is. I mean, I renewed through the end of the year, so I'll move out. Actually, my lease ends December twenty fourth. Wow, that's well, that'll be convenient. That's to move out at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas Eve, I'm just going to sit in there and try to. Have them remove me on Christmas Day. Come on. Why are you no. moving out? Too expensive? Or tired of the city? Uh, well, when we signed the lease to move there, we had zero grandkids, and now we have four and one on the way. It's just too hard to. We watch them a lot, and it's hard to have them over in that environment. So, we're uh, we're working on a house in uh, St. Louis Hills. You know, oh, I so. see. Look at this. Oh, wow. dog. What do you mean this you're working guy. on? You're building one, or? No, it just needs work. I mean. But uh, we're going to, so like St. Gabe's Picnic, come on over for the pony. Oh, 40. my. How do you do? It's in September now, right? 
Well, uh, I don't. Know. I can't get a straight answer on when the school picnic is, Doug. I know you're monitoring it. I'm not. Uh, do you know when the St. Gabriel school picnic is this year? I do not monitor grade school picnics. I want to go on the record here. This might be my most controversial take in the 19 years of this radio show, and I part of me wants to save it for balloon party. Uh, but here it is. The St. Gabriel School Picnic is a June event, and I'd like to put a period. And what do you say now, Doug, when you when you want to get likes on Twitter full stop? I, well, that's something you can say. No cap. That's all I've got to say, <laughs> period. <laughs> and may delete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it, June June does sound better for the picnic just because it's during the summer. I agree with you on that. Yeah, but I guess, yeah, I guess too much for, going on, on and, and you know, college football and Cardinals are in the playoffs usually. I mean, I, just, I don't know. I don't I don't like the October. It's been October lately. I don't know about September. I'm not happy I about it, Steve. Either way, I, I would reconsider moving to St. Louis Hills until they finalize school picnic mm. plans. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll put everything on hold. Ah, there you go. There you yeah. go, Doug. We do, we do real estate counseling now on the show, yeah. in addition to boy slut stories. Oh. Do you have any boy slut stories for us, boy? Um, I masturbated at 12:30 last night. Oh gosh, that's actually <laughs> kind of that's that? kind of depressing. But, but also, like, ah. I, I need to know a little more. Was it in the bathroom or did you? No, I was out on the couch. Oh, is that couch on the balcony so we could peer in? <laughs> No, it's on the living room. I'll, I'll go live with my masturbation session hey, if you want. Okay. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> What's wrong with that, Doug? We're telling our boy slut stories today. <sighs> yeah. Doug, so how many, now that you're kind of done with Camo B, can you share some stories of who the hottest anchors were and how many of you sang? <laughs> no. Yeah, Doug, why don't you, why no, don't you tell cannot. those stories? A tell-all book. I cannot tell. I cannot say, no. <laughs> I'm just joking with you, Doug. I like that uh, Steve Templeton. Well, everybody does. Do a good sure. job. Yeah, He's been there for a while now, hasn't yeah, he? Like probably, probably 15, 20 years. Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a bit of a stick up his ass, but, you know, he's, <laughs> he's kind of seems like the type of guy you can trust. Sure, he's a fantastic meteorologist. Well, yeah. what about Iggy? Iggy gives a four. Iggy, what about you with your forecast? Iggy walked out and left. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Grabbing a smoke. What happened? But, uh, <laughs> hey, I wanted to let you guys know, too, I did I did spend two days down at Grove 23. Now, what is that? Doug, that's Michael Jordan's golf course oh. uh, just a little to the north of Jupe Town in Hope Sound. Am I correct? It's Hope Sound. Steve, I haven't gotten the invite yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I probably won't get another one after talking about it. But um, uh, it is amazing. It's the most amazing course ever. I, I'm still terrible at golf. I didn't even break a hundred, but I didn't care. I had a stand moment too, because we had uh, four caddies, and the guy. We're at the 18th hole. Crappy drive, like 125 yards. I'm like 250 or 260 from the green. And I pull up my three wood, and there's people up on the green. And I wait a little bit, and he goes, well, "You don't have to wait." <laughs> I, go, I, go, I guess you've seen my game. And he goes, "Yeah." And uh, so I take my three wood, and I literally rolled it at the feet of the people on the green, oh. and it was my proudest moment of my whole life. Was it was it? the best shot. And he goes, "I go, that was my best shot of the day." He goes, "I know." And that was it. He wasn't even excited. He was just thankful that he didn't have to watch yeah, another five that, that shots. That sounds a lot like Stan. That sounds like Stan might be spending the winters down in Jupiter. Yep. Oh my God. Stan was not uh, pleased with our pairing by the time yeah. 18 rolled around either. 
Steve, that's when you hold the finish and stare at the caddy the entire time. You don't even look at the ball. Pose that hoe. Pose. pose and stare at the caddy and then saunter your way I, up. I, if, you, if you would have been with me all day, I'm not staring anybody down at that point. <laughs> mm. but, you tell him it's go he's time. He's reading these spots, telling me exactly where to hit it. And it's like, Somebody you know, I told me, Steve, that uh, they, they have drones serve food and beverages on that golf no, course. No, they, they stopped that. They almost killed the caddy. Oh. So they stopped that. <laughs> Because uh, they would just order, you could order from your phone or tell the four caddy and they would bring it out to you. But and they give you bottles of beer and everything. And actually, when we were there, so uh, Albert Pujols was in the group in front of us. We had lunch afterwards there, a big group of us and Albert, and he was telling stories and everything. And we're sitting there. Reggie Jackson walks up to Albert Pools while we're there and goes, hey, Mr. 700, and they start talking. Then right behind me was DJ. Then Bijo and Bagwell were at another table. Stopped his name like, dropping. <laughs> I mean, like, it was weird, Doug. I didn't feel like – I felt so out of place, first of all, but it was like the weirdest thing ever. And then – How did you get in there? What? How my did neighbor. you get in there? My neighbor's a member. Who was his but neighbor? I, I, I'm not telling you, Doug. He's someone that we would know? No, no. You wouldn't know. He's, You know what? This guy is, I love him. He's the nicest guy in the world. He took us to this thing, and he's just, he knows a lot of these guys, and just, uh, he was a member out at, what, uh, Shadow Creek in Vegas. That's where they all wow, started. Wow, wow, but, but like, So he's a member at Grove 23 in Shadow Creek? Yeah, I think all of them are. You know, it's it's like a crazy, it's a what weird. Was he on HD1? CEOs yeah, I get the everywhere. sense this guy might be an HD1 guy. <laughs> Quite possibly. But it was uh, amazing. It's like if you – it's like if a normal guy just started a country club with without rules. Like people are playing golf in their T-shirt and gym shorts, and, you know, it's just very casual. It's all about the golf, you know. It's it's really cool. It was uh, There's amazing. none of the Real Housewives nonsense going on? No, I, I only saw a couple women there. So, but if you're a and, member uh, there, you already have money, so you don't really need to show out. You know, I, I like no, the respect it, that. It, it's like, they, okay. They they made it such that the practice facility is like the the best in the world, so they all come there and practice. Like, it, literally, I was sitting there at the, the valet. We were waiting for, you know, a van to take, take us to the airport. And uh, I was talking to the valet guy, and I'm like, there was a yellow Ferrari there that's Michael Jordan's. And then next to it, there's one of those uh, uh, Mercedes, those boxy Mercedes, like that. G-Wagon. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And it was Doug Drink has a G-Wagon. Does he? G-Wagon, G-Wagon. I think this one one was nicer, (laughs) but I was like standing there and I'm like, I love that Ferrari, but this is the coolest car I've ever seen. I go, whose is that? And he goes, well, he's walking right up here and it's Brooks Kepka, walks right by me and gets in his car and leaves. Hmm. But it was crazy. Oh, it was I mean, why, why don't we hang out at Grove 23 and do the show? They would love it. We Win sure a few should. majors and we're in. I don't like the attitude that the caddies have, though. It's pretty easy to be a know-it-all Mr. Big Shot when you're not the one swinging the club. <laughs> oh, just hit it straight. Oh, you didn't hit it straight. You don't know anything about golf. Well, you hit it then. Hand, yeah, hand him the club. Okay, hit it. Why aren't you playing instead of looking for golf balls? Doug, I totally deserved it. I mean, if you could have seen my game that day, I deserved it. I mean... I don't deserve any respect on the golf course whatsoever. When you can't break 100 
and you've actually taken lessons and gotten worse, that's that's a bad sign, though. Oh, well, no, it no. still doesn't excuse caddies it. with attitudes. I deserved it. But if anybody wants me for a member guest, I'm a 25-plus handicap. So a I dangerous 25, too. <laughs> yes, exactly. Are you in the, uh, you playing in the Fan Page Club Championship? I put my thing up there, but I don't know if I'll get drawn. We'll so. get you in there. Can you make it easy for me? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll crumble I, up I, your name. Completely fair. It should be fair. Well, if you can get us free parking fair. down there, yeah, we'll get you in. No problem. <laughs> Doug, you can come down and sleep with me. No, what? <laughs> Put that off. Huh? Help, help me out at 1230 when I need a little Okay, help that's sleep. enough. <laughs> I'm not thinking about it. Come on, Doug. And actually, you know, Reggie Jackson scolded us. We're all standing out there, me and a bunch of other schmoes. Uh, waiting for the van, and uh, he comes by, and he stops, and he looks at the Ferrari, and he goes, he said, is that a whatever, some special Ferrari? Or like, we don't know what. He gets out of his car, goes into the Ferrari, Michael Jordan's Ferrari, opens the glove compartment, said, yeah, it's this whatever Ferrari it is. Like, like we would have known. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. He's a big Ferrari guy, that's Reggie Jackson. So... It was uh, it was fun though. This name dropping must stop. Wow, I was with Michael Jordan. That Michael Jordan club. I saw Brooke Kepka. Craig oh, Biggio got me another story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve, as you as you, as you might imagine, the, the story isn't going over real well in the engineer design facilities text inbox. Uh, nobody uh, is real happy when when people are happy. Uh, if Steve's story is true, he should just take a dive off of the top of one Cardinal Way right now. Short of a threesome with Abigail Mack and Vanessa Veracruz, that's the greatest thing a man can experience. That's from Joan Jett's groping hand. Mm. He is, or she is uh, skeptical of the uh, the truth of this story. Well, go stand, go stand down there at Clark and uh, Walnut there, and I'll land on you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'd also like to say, too, this fan page... I like when people ask for recommendations, and I'm, I try to get recommendations, too. Because, you know, you got 8,000 people or how many ever on the fan page. We all have common interests. So why wouldn't you ask people like that? Like when you go to Yelp or you go to Google, it might be some, you know, housewife in Atlanta or somewhere making the suggestion. You want people who, who are the same as you. To make the recommendation. Do you? You need okay. a guy that says, hey, go to the Angry Beaver no. on a Tuesday. I, th- I think, Iggy, I don't want to speak for you, but I think what Iggy's contention is on the recommendations and some of the people who text in with regards to the recommendations, that they're not really sincerely asking for recommendations, but for whatever reason, when anybody travels outside of the 314-618-573 or 636, uh, there, are, there's a portion of people who feel an obligation to post a picture and let you know that they've done so, and therefore it isn't really a seeking of a recommendation, Steve, but rather a brag. Humble brag. And that I think is, is the issue. Is that what you feel, Iggy? Yeah, I feel it's a humble brag. Now, if somebody says, "Hey, I need some siding on my house," uh, you know, I've got a few quotes, but anybody out there have a good uh, experience with a company? That's different. That. Uh, yes, just got back from Monte Carlo. Next, we're going to uh, Belize. Any good restaurants mm. that you can recommend? Come on. Looking to get my tires rotated here in France. Anybody got yeah, I a mean, oil dealer? It's just a humble <laughs> brag like, where you're at. Yourself. I don't see a lot of that. I, I just see people, you know, it's a community of people who are who have a lot of common interests. So I always think, 
I, I've gone to the fan page for several things, and I've always gotten good recommendations. And I've tried to give as good a recommendation as I can. And a lot of times when you're going somewhere you've never been, you want some pro tips. And a lot of the people on the fan page have been places. So, I don't know. I just, I don't care. I love the fan page. And you, I think it's <laughs> and you, Look let at me that. Clip you, that off. Clip I'm, that off. It's great to have support for the I'm fan page. Yeah, let me tell you something else that I guarantee you goes on. Uh-oh. When people ask for, you know, Hey, I'm heading to, you know, San Fernando Valley this week. Uh, any good, <laughs> San Fernando Valley? Isn't any good, gritty area Any good steakhouse? That's where they shoot the stag films. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sick. All right, I'm, I'm heading to, uh, let's just think of a, a place that's Napa in the United Springs. States, maybe but kind of, kind of out of the way. Napa Valley, maybe. Sonoma Valley, uh, if you're looking for valleys. <laughs> No, let's just say, okay, I'm going to... Uh, I'm in Tribeca. I'm going to Palm Springs this week. <laughs> okay. Uh, Buggy whip. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> any good restaurants I should try out? And you know Buggy what, whip. You know, and I guarantee you what a lot of people are doing when they... Because they, they'll have like 100, 100 recommendations. There's no way 100 people on that page have been to Palm Springs. So <laughs> Why not? No. Okay, come on. <laughs> come on. I it's love a, that. It's in California. It's not in <laughs> come on. Yeah, Germany. It's, it's very, very wealthy people. It's very... Expensive to go there and stay there. I did. Um, Doug Iggy yeah. thinks our audience are, is not sophisticated no. society. So when you have a hundred people commenting, <laughs> "Oh, go to uh, Wally Frogs," it's got Wally great. Frogs. <laughs> Wall- what? Wally Frogs in Palm Springs. You know what they do? That's correct. They do the same thing you should have done. It's the Ruby Tuesday. They get on there and they Google great and restaurants in Palm Hawk. Springs, and they see Chef Wally Barrett. Frogs, known for their onion rings and triple burgers. Yeah, you got to get to that Wally Frogs. Their triple hamburger and fries are the best I had. All they're doing is Googling it, finding one, and then putting up like they've the been there. Whip. So even people yeah, commenting are trying to, they're trying to humble brag even though they've never been there. Iggy, Iggy, but people a lot of times will tell you, like, whether you need a reservation, what they did, and stuff like that. I, I mean, I have full confidence that out of all these listeners and people on the fan everybody's done about everything you could do just because – you don't. A lot of people who don't have all the money in the world still do great things because of their work or whatever, you know. Or just bad financial management. It's all possible. Yeah. I didn't say everybody yeah. on there, but the majority of them are just humble. Brothers. Hey, I'm in Brooklyn. Just left Brooklyn, or I'm Bro- <laughs> just left Brooklyn. Yeah. And I, need, I needed. A, I needed some sheets, so I went to New York. <laughs> anybody know where the nearest bath pro is? Like Actually, was- we were in. Uh, we were in Boston last week, and Fenway Park is cool. We went. We went over there. They built this music venue on Fenway Park, a brand new music venue. It's like the pageant on steroids. If you ever get a chance to see someone there, go see them. It's perfect. It's a perfect venue for music. We <laughs> saw the Dropkick uh, Murphys there, and uh, and uh, you're breaking up. You're breaking no! up. All right, we no! lost him. Well, the call's been 45 minutes. He's oh. probably running out of battery life. Oh, I don't yeah, know. We, we lost him. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of texts are coming in, as you might imagine. Three one four eight eight one TMA five. Flip Wilson says Iggy's lack of self awareness is alarming. Uh, KG in O Town says if I got to be poor and not leave St. Louis, ain't nobody leaving St. Louis. That's KG in O Town. Glove blogger Tom Traven says these fan pagers need to stop leaving their one bedroom apartments in the poor part of the poor part of St. Louis. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Licks uh, says the only thing that scares me is that people are asking for financial advice on the fan page. (laughs) And I don't think there's a more concentrated collection of morons anywhere else other than the fan page. Please do not go to the pin for financial advice. I beg of you. Doug, that's Mr. Licks, and he doesn't feel like 
people on the fan page are qualified to give financial advice. No, that's when uh, you go unless, to Mark Hanna. Unless you tag Mark Hanna, he's on the fan page. Yeah, yeah he must have yep. tried to buy a Fuddruckers franchise. Well, I don't know if that's going to fly. <laughs> but Mark Hanna can help if we were going to weave one him. My bad, I didn't mean to step on that. Yeah, I mean, he's the sponsor of Jeremy Rutherford. He's going to join us at 9 o'clock, and his mm. number is 314-889-0503. Uh, in the late 1980s, his uh, trajectory was skyrocketing as he played a real huge role in the end of the Cold War. And since then, he has decided to set up and be a financial advisor in St. Louis. And now you can talk with the man who ended the Cold War. 314-889-0503. He'll probably tell you a story or two about that speech in Berlin. Uh, But then he will get your portfolio to be strong to quite strong. Go to evergreenstl.com and work with the great Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. I'd also recommend working with CD or Doug. Who's CD or Doug? Well, that's Long Go Biggs. When you are injured, it is a confusing process, and what Long Go Biggs will do is take the hassle out of your hands. Most people don't know how to even begin an insurance claim. They'll walk you through everything. There's potentially a lot of money on the line, and they're going to help you get every dollar you deserve. Go to longobigs.com. That's L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S. Now, you hear a lot of advertisements, you see a lot of commercials for the giant out-of-state law firms, but these are people who don't care about their reputation in the community because they're not tied to the St. Louis community. CD and Doug, they are. They are from the south side, and they will be handling your case. No matter what, CD or Doug will be the lead attorney on your case. They're not just going to delegate it to somebody fresh out of law school. It's Longo Biggs. Loyal listeners of TMA online at longobigs.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. Carlos Spice, who enters, says, that's right. Don't go to the fan page for financial advice. Instead, please call Mr. Licks and purchase a policy since he's currently in the midst of an insurance company pyramid scheme intern program and has run out of cousins and great aunts to add to the client list. That's Carlos Spice, who enters. Mm. Well, you hate to get caught up in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> well, unless you're starting it. I didn't know Mr. Licks was yeah. caught up in one. <laughs> Yeah, if you're starting it, it's okay. Are they illegal? They're not I, I watched that, unethical, uh, but not illegal. Right? I watched that Madoff uh, documentary. Yeah, I watched it as well. I, I don't know if I would call it a documentary. Do you yeah. call it a bio biopic bio series? Nurse, anybody? Well, Jackson, have you watched it, good or bad? Well, they had the real people that were some of the people that were involved in it, and then they had like actors. That was a docudrama. Yeah. Docudrama. Yeah. Docudrama. docudrama. That's right. Nice. I thought it was well done. There's some things in there I didn't know. But that would have—that was a pyramid scheme. It was a Ponzi scheme. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's a little different. I don't know what the difference would be. I think a pyramid scheme is like you need like more numbers. Uh, Ponzi scheme is a is form it? of fraud that lures investors and pays profits to early investors with funds from more recent investors. So kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like a pyramid scheme. You're taking some money that people gave and gave them the other ones, and they join, and you take that money, give it to them, and keep that money. It's yeah. But that's different than multi-level marketing, isn't it? I don't know. With scams and flams. I'm a dumb. <laughs> well, like some of these, uh, I think like Mary Kay Cosmetics, if I'm not mistaken, where you start out and you're a distributor yeah. and then you fire people underneath you and you hope they hire people underneath them and then underneath them and then you get a piece of that. Multi-level marketing. Yeah, that's cool. Multi-level marketing was the only th- 
company that would call me back when I was applying for jobs in the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> I got no calls back, but within 20 minutes of sending my application to one of those, immediately I was in for a job interview. Oh, crazy and it was that the works. same deal with TMA as well. And Doug, what does that say for this program? Well, not a lot. Yep. Not was, a lot. It was, it was scam artists and TMA. That's where I got job <laughs> offers from. <laughs> and then they, they might be, there might be an overlap on the yeah, Venn diagram. Real. Uh, well, here we go. Here's a recommendation, it sounds like. Guys, serious inquiry as a non-golf fan. Does anyone have any recommendations for things to do at Augusta National next week hmm. while they're playing or whatever? That is from the 217. So, Is there anything to do uh, at Augusta? Yeah. Watch yeah. golf? But don't get a pimento go. cheese sandwich. Those are horrible. I like pimento they're cheese. Bad. Ah, it's yeah, a just, spread uh, for a cracker. It's not a sandwich. Just go back uh, what I did. I, I don't know where, it's, where it happened to it. I probably lost it somewhere. Uh, but you, wherever, you, wherever you can, get yourself an azalea and pick it. Azalea. Pick it, put and it in your pocket, and then bring it. it home with you. Oh. And then put it in like a plastic bag and say, this is from Augusta National. Wouldn't yeah. they frown on that if you're picking their flowers? Well, they don't see them. They'll take you to that, right. that cabin that blends in with the rest of the woods. So your Teach recommendation you is to go and pluck the flowers off the golf course. <laughs> take some sort of memorabilia, you know. Maybe get over there on the, the pine trees and take some of that wood chips. Pine straw. Get yourself a little cup and take some water out of Ray's Creek. Just, yeah, something to take home. I don't know that they want people doing that. You know, if you get close enough where, you know, say Tiger hits a shot, you go grab his divot. Steal, the, steal things. Take people that don't, piece you can't run onto the fairway and pick up the divot. A lot of times it's right by the ropes, and that divot will go left into, you know, if he's in the rough, they don't replace the divot in the rough. So if he hits a divot in the rough, go grab that piece of turf, take it home. I think they would frown on that as well. I don't, if you don't get caught. You're just asking. He's asking for advice. Other than what are you going to do? Watch golf. There's Your nothing else to do. Is to Augusta. steal their flowers and steal and the their divots. turf. Yeah, whatever you can. And get a pimento cheese sandwich. Yeah. And get some memorabilia. Go in the go in the shop and get yourself a hat or a shirt or. You know, I've heard it's not terribly flag. expensive. No, they don't gouge the you like is. other places. The ticket is, of course, but the concessions and the the merchandise isn't outrageously expensive. Is no. that true? Yeah, I mean a pimento, pimento sandwich is a buck and a half. Yeah. How many times have you been down there? Uh, I've been to two practice rounds. Nice. For fairways and greens, or was that Kegler's Corner? No, yes, we couldn't get in fairways and greens. We couldn't get down. They wouldn't give us a credential. Yeah. We weren't big enough. This man has no self-awareness. And also, some guy took sand from a bunker and literally went to jail. Stay hot, Strode. That's from Tervis Parish. Mm. You don't want to wind up in prison for well, being I mean, stolen you, a zillion. Right, that is, that's actually petty as all hell from the... Well, you're on the course, I mean... Well, also, they don't use sand. It's like this granulated quartz. That's how it looks so white, because... The granulated quartz? Yeah, like it's... It, they the fly it in from this place in South Carolina because okay. it's so white and so, like, pure to play off of. God. It's not even sand. It's like some sort of, yeah, quartz. It's the MLS soccer... I think fan Norm- of golf courses. I think Normandy too pretentious. Oh, we I don't follow you there. Salt. We fly it in. Right. Come we on. Have, we don't da- have fans. We have patrons. It's acres of ground that you turn into a golf course. Stop acting like it's the Taj Mahal here, right. people. It's fun. It's probably a phenomenal course, but to take some grains of sand and uh, to to go full on and have the guy arrested is petty as all hell. Now, if you're taking players' clubs or you know actually stealing from. Yeah. You get that granulated Sam flown in, a couple pieces drop within, you know, transfer anyways. Let the fans have fun. This is why Live Golf is becoming a little bit more better, so I'm sure they wouldn't arrest anyone for doing that. 
Well, the thing that's Doug, still gets uh, major story in Sports Illustrated regarding Live Golf this morning. We'll deep tease. Oh, that I did see that. It's nice story. <laughs> uh, we'll uh, we'll have that plus Mike Francesa uh, <laughs> talking Ichiro, and uh, what was the name of the gentleman who called into the program, Jackson? We'll <laughs> Fred from East Brunswick. Fred in East Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, I got him going. Uh, that'll come up in the appliance discounters. 8 o'clock hour. And then before we close out this month and a 7 o'clock hour, we got a request for a recommendation. Morning, guys. Headed to South City for holiday. Anybody got a good recommendation for a car window replacement company? Thanks. Guys, did you hear me? I said I've been texting with Katie Kush. Tim, I said I've been texting with her. Did you hear me? That's who just texted. <laughs> I did mention that a couple times. Yeah, you tried to get that in there. I wanted to hear it. I, I kind of stepped on it. My bad. Uh, Would you like to tell the story? Right. No, I forgot what I was talking to you for. <laughs> we'll close out the Munganas 7 o'clock hour here at 8.33. Uh, appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour coming up next. Send your emails in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. We'll have a thorough cardinal discussion with Derek Gould, a long-form conversation coming up on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN at 10 o'clock. This is the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.